It's time to break down the average draft position rankings. That's right. We're talking about where players are being drafted on average. ADP. ADP means everything. Everything boils down to ADP. Why? Because you can predict that A.J. Brown is going to be the next top five wide receiver like we are here on the show. But that doesn't mean you take them in the top five. You need to maximize value at every turn. ADP data is so important because it lets you know what you can get away with. It also lets you know where you should be taking players so that you can walk out of your draft hitting a home run at every single pick you make. Let's break it down. ADP data. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Take a lap. Right in front of your face are the rankings from fantasypros.com, which I am a part of. I rank over there as well. And McCaffrey coming in at the 1.01, pretty, pretty clear-cut stuff. Barkley number two. Now I have Barkley number one. You might have McCaffrey two. I don't want to hear Smitty, how can you have Barkley number one? These guys are neck and neck. Okay. I personally think Danny Dimes is gonna explode in 2020 drop potentially top six to eight QB numbers at times. Maybe he doesn't finish there, but I think he dances around six to eight all year long and occasionally has a cup of coffee with the top five QBs on on occasion. On occasion. Slayton. Barkley. Ingram went healthy. This this offense will be much improved, and I think people, people thinking that this situation is better than the one in Carolina I think is misguided. So watch out for Barkley in 2020. He's coming back on a tear, going to remind people why he's the locked and loaded 2021 1.01. People just need a little bit of a reminder, I think, of how good this guy can be. 15 TD bound, close to 1,900, 2,000 total yards. You heard me. Dalvin Cook coming in at number three is kind of surprising to me. I love Dalvin Cook. He's in my top five. He's in every intro video I did in 2019. Top five running back. But I still have Elliott number number three. I don't have Cook number three. I think Cook is a very good five to seven overall pick. Some people have Mike Thomas number three. I'm surprised Thomas is sitting at number seven on this ADP data. Pretty shocking to me that both Henry, Kamara, and Cooker ahead of him. On average, Camara 5, I actually like. I actually have Camara 4. My personal ranking is Barkley, McCaffrey, Elliott, Mike Thomas, then I'm going Camara. I love me some Alvin Camara 2020 value. And I can't stand when people say, Alvin Camara's not a workhorse. Take a lap, take a lap. How is Alvin Camara not a workhorse? Because he doesn't run 25 times between the tackles? Give me a break on the Alvin Kamara's not a workhorse. In my opinion, Alvin Kamara is the definition of a workhorse. If you want to define workhorse differently, have at it. This is my show. Alvin Kamara's a workhorse. The guy is 14, 15 TD capable. He's going to run for well over 170 times. Is that not enough for you when he averages every single season 81 receptions? 81 receptions! And he's still running the ball 170 times. That's how much Lamar Jackson runs. Look, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. If you think Alvin Kamara is not a workhorse running back, 
I'm putting my earmuffs on. I don't want to know that you think that. I want to think highly of you. I want you to continue to be a valued member of the community. Just don't blurt it out in the comments. I want to respect you in the morning. Derek Henry, no surprise at six. He, he rates around seven to eight, so not very far off my, my personal ranking. Again, Mike Thomas, what the hell? Why is Mike Thomas number seven? Who's messing up this ADP data? Tyreek Hill, number eight, understandable. I love the Jacobs love at number nine overall. Jacobs is going to get a ton of PPR work. An injection of PPR production is being shot into that man in 2020. And everybody worried about what he did last year as if he can't get better is head-scratching to me. Smitty! But he didn't get any PPR work last year. He will get better. He was a rookie. That coaching staff admitted we didn't want to feed him PPR work too early. We're going to introduce that part of his game in 2020. So calm down about last year. Why anybody defines a player, and this happens with A.J. Brown all the time. I hear, but... He only did this last year, Smitty. Jacobs was a rookie last year. A.J. Brown was a rookie last year. People are going to figure out A.J. Brown. People are going to figure out Jacob, Smitty. You could say that about any player that's breaking out or coming into his own or ready to explode in their second or third year. Don't give me that defenses figure out said player. Dumbest Dumbest statement statement alive. alive. There are other weapons on roster that will help make defenses occupied. Josh Jacobs Jingleheimer Smith (laughs) is gonna break out in 2020. And so is A.J. Brown. I, you know, I have to talk about A.J. Brown, I think, every seven feet that I, that I step in life. Hopkins, I love his number 10 overall value. He does have top five, top six overall value, but by default, there's a lot of great options. I get it. He's falling to 10, and I love it. In Dynasty, I love it, too. Now, a wide receiver changing teams can oftentimes result in... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply in a, a rough first year in in the new environment. But this is DeAndre Hopkins. This is Kyler Murray. I believe Matthew Berry said this on my show when I had him on. Let's see if we could find that. Here's one other stat. Kyler Murray, 23rd last year in terms of percentage of passes that were thrown deep. Okay? Percentage of passes that were thrown deep, meaning 15 yards or more down the field. Kyler Murray, 23rd. Well, now you add DeAndre Hopkins, who since 2017, third among wide receivers in terms of deep fantasy points, He's tied for second among wide receivers with touchdown receptions that are 15 yards or more downfield. So since 2017, he's third in fantasy points on, on deep plays, and he's tied for second in terms of deep touchdowns. Kyler, it's not that Kyler Murray doesn't have a strong arm. He does. Kyler Murray can freaking chuck it. He just didn't have anyone to go down and get it for him last year. It's gonna so be- now you've got a guy in DeAndre Hopkins who can, who can stretch the field. You, you roll out Kyler Murray, you're going to do some bootlegs. There'll also be some plays where it breaks down. And so 
that's where I think DeAndre Hopkins helps the most is on the deep passing plays, on the on the on the bootlegs and the rollouts. And also, oh, by the way, he happens to be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, just period. Right. And unlike a guy like you could say Amari Cooper, who who is he needs the ball a certain way. Um, otherwise, he could vanish. This is Hop- Hopkins. He can go up and get pretty much any football. That's going to help Kyler Murray, I think, develop a really quick rapport with him because literally he'll go up and get anything thrown his way. And like you said, he's accurate. So it's it's a it's a match made in heaven. I understand Julio at 11, but I, I just have a few other players ranked higher than him. Devontae Adams being one. Nick Chubb being another. Stefanski who made Dalvin Cook into a PPR and rushing monster in Minnesota last year, is coming over to Cleveland, or he has come over to Cleveland. Whether he's actually stepped foot in the facility, or they practice, or even met each other, I don't know. COVID-19 is ruining our lives. Stefanski made Dalvin Cook a monster. And, And Nick Chubb was already a monster on the ground. In 2019, I think Stefanski's presence confirms that he's going to be a 1,200, 1,300-yard rusher in 2020. But the thing that Stefanski's going to do is up his PPR production. Stefanski does not run two running backs. He runs the ball so much that the backup does need to be used. Alexander Madison was not a threat to Dalvin Cook's production in 2019. He was a necessity to keep Dalvin Cook healthy. And I hate the Butsmitty when Kareem Hunt returned in 2019. Nick Chubb dropped off quite a bit. Last year has nothing to do with this year when it comes to this situation. Stefanski is now there. Things have changed. Nick Chubb, Jingleheimer Schmidt, is going to have a big year in 2020. Do you need Cream Hunt? Yes, you do. Can you get Cream Hunt? Maybe not. He's got like a six-round ADP. Everybody's high on him in 2020. I think he's a win-a-league player. That doesn't mean that I doubt Chubb. I don't think Chubb will get replaced. It means the injury is a concern for me with Nick Chubb. Overworked last year? Yeah. Aggressive runner? Yeah. When you try to tackle him, he tackles you. That can lead to injury. Injury prone? You could say he shook the label a little bit off last year, but it's hanging on by a thread. He still got it on his back somewhere, dragging it along as he barrels into people over and over. I venture to say anybody's injury predictor data probably has Nick Chubb as one of the more likely top 10, top 12 running backs to get hurt in 2020. I bet you Fournette is up there. I love Nick Chubb in 2020. I try and cuff him to Kareem Hunt at every turn, and I know that no one wants to spend a sixth rounder, but if you trade your seventh and eighth rounder, if you're in a league that allows for trading, if you trade your seventh and eighth rounder for a sixth rounder, which is not that hard to do when you're doing a two for one, don't ask for another pick back. The two for one is the appeal. The two for one's what gets that guy to go, I can get an extra pick. If you ask for a pick back, you're going to ruin that appeal. And even if you then counter with your two-for-one, he might say no because people that say no tend to say no more frequently. Haven't you learned that in trading? My trading 101 classes here on the Fantasy Football Show, you don't want someone getting in the habit of saying no because you screwed up your initial offer. First impressions with trading are everything, and we all know the story that if you would have went strong the first time, you would have got the deal done, but because you screwed up in the beginning and got greedy, that person's on a path of saying no that's going to get stronger and stronger every time you ask them from the first trade offer on. So trade the 7th and 8th for a 6th 
don't touch your first six rounds. Don't use any of your first six rounders to get Kareem Hunt. Now you're getting them with your seventh or eighth. Mixing way too high. I've got enough content on that. I don't need to go there. If you wonder why I don't like mixing, watch any of the other 100 videos I have on the topic. Devontae Adams, I love at pick number 13 overall. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is dropping off. He's 36 years old. I don't believe what a lot of you are saying that Aaron Rodgers is done. So if that's your argument, great. We don't agree on that. Move on. But Devontae Adams is going to be top 10 worthy, and he's got a 13th overall ADP. Pretty darn good value, if you ask me. There's my boy Nicky Chubb at 14. Aaron Jones at 15. What is going on? Yeah, he was my, I believe, number seven breakout candidate for 2019. No one, I mean, I I believe no one is documented on YouTube having bigger, bolder predictions for Aaron Jones than I did last year because he came and ripped. He came and shredded. He came and taking the offseason seriously for the first time, uh, you know, in some total. I'm not saying the guy is lazy at every aspect of his game or offseason regime. He has been known not to full send in the offseason, and I think that he finally thought about it last year long and hard, said, I'm getting hurt every year. I'm going to get ripped. Boy, did he tear it up. But he was touchdown dependent. 19 TDs, only 1084 on the ground for a player that had his best season ever, a season he probably won't replicate. To know that he's going to have some regression in that 19 TD column to know that he only had 1084 on the ground they aren't using him enough and giving him enough carries he he was just ultra efficient to know that aj Dillon was drafted a guy that's got a bigger frame than derrick henry to vulture his bread and butter category of touchdowns it's all a bunch of red flags adding up and we're in a a modified offseason a quarantine offseason where he probably and this is me speculating i believe it's an educated speculation but he probably is not in the same shape he was last year he probably doesn't have the same oversight and nutrition that he had last year because he's in lockdown a lot of these players are going to suffer soft tissue injuries pulled groins pulled hammies this year is going to be bad for veteran injuries so stay away from aaron jones for all of that at 15 overall value where i start to pick him up again and start liking the idea of drafting aaron jones is really around third round value like 3.04 3.05 i might be back on board with a smile on my face ear to ear maybe even ringing the bell at 3.04 value so if you don't know my content and you're new ADP's everything. I just got through telling you why Aaron Jones is such a big risk at his 15 overall ADP. But in the same sentence or a sentence very close after, I tell you that Aaron Jones could be a steal. That's because there are lines in the sand you draw for every player. You need to know where those lines are ahead of time using rankings and ADP data combined. Chris Godwin seems pretty good at 16. Kelsey in redraft 17 is right about, uh, I'd say that's about right. Mike Evans could very, very much explode from 19 overall. Lamar Jackson at 20, I'm liking it. I like Lamar Jackson actually at 20. I like Mahomes better. Mahomes seems like a steal if he's not even in the top 20 here. But for those talking about, don't you know? I do know. I've been in the industry for 16 years, and what I do know for certain is that a bunch of you, especially analysts out there, 
have been regurgitating the same BS over and over that taking a QB early is a big disadvantage and recipe for losing your league. And I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, apparently daily, because I don't think people absorb it or they don't hear that particular clip. And then I get the thousand questions. Why did you take Mahomes at 24? Because if you draft a Patty Mahomes or a Lamar Jackson at even 20, look at the players that are sitting right here. We're now looking at 21 through 40. So at this point, at 20, you had Lamar Jackson. You have Kenny Galladay, who I, I freaking love in 2020. I love Eckler. We'll, we'll talk about him in a minute. And Drake, who I both take above Lamar. I take both Drake and Eckler above Mahomes. I take both of those guys at 12 and 13. And I have to stop and say, what is wrong with all of you that have driven the ADP value of Drake and Eckler to the 20s? Are you kidding me? First, I want to thank you. But then I want to tell you a, a very polite... Take a lap, take a lap. Okay, so we'll get to them in a minute. Let's get back to, let me focus. I do have a touch of ADD, if you haven't noticed. Galladay is a guy I would definitely consider taking ahead of, of Lamar Mahomes. Not for sure, but a definite good value at wide receiver. But I'd rather have Mahomes or Lamar over Cooper, over Carson, over Thielen, over Fournette, over Cooper Cup, over Melvin Gordon, over Keenan Allen, Lockett, Ertz, Ridley, Bell, Hilton. Like, there are not that many players that I skipped over reading down. If you take your Amari Cooper at 20 and I take Lamar or Mahomes, where are you taking your QB? Because that's what really matters. Your QB and second round wide receiver versus my quarterback and wide receiver that I take right next to where you take your QB. You gotta compare apples to apples. You can't sit here and say, well, QBs fall so late. Well, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about you taking Matt Ryan in the seventh or eighth round and me taking Hollywood Brown in the seventh round. My Patty Mahomes and Hollywood Brown have to be weighted against your Amari Cooper and Matt Ryan. Your Amari Cooper and Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees. I think he's a value in 20. 20. But your Drew Brees and Amari Cooper do not beat my Patty Mahomes in Hollywood Brown. And if you don't like Hollywood Brown, insert other wide receiver in the 6th, the 7th, the 8th round range that you do like as a breakout. Because that's the point. And if you want to go running back and say, oh, I'll take Fournette then, Smitty. Okay, your Fournette and Brees against my Mahomes and Lamar and the running back I take later in the draft. And that could be a Mark Ingram who falls in the 6th and 7th round, oftentimes when I'm mock drafting, I'm beating you. My duo is better than your duo. And you can say until you're blue in the face, the same regurgitated line over and over, that QB value so good late, Smitty! But what you're telling me is you don't see Mahomes as a 50 TD capable person. You don't see him as an alien, an extraterrestrial that can, in his sleep on a bad year, throw for 40 TDs. He's a 40 TD floor player. And, and Lamar Jackson, I have him ranked a little lower because I worry about injury. You run 170 times a season. You're looking at what happened to Mike Vick, a short career. But I'm not going to worry about that right now in 2020. Lamar and Mahomes have value that's head and shoulders above all the other quarterbacks. I don't care how good a value the other quarterbacks are. These two guys can win you a league single-handedly. And if you disagree, if you think Mahomes is going to Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Throw for 40 or Lamar's not going to repeat what he did or he'll get hurt immediately in 2020. Then that's your argument. Stop having an argument with me about where I value Mahomes and where I draft him and stop talking about where you value him and where you think I'm making a mistake. Sanders, too high for me. I like him more around the 28 to 30 range. I know that's going to get a lot of comments and hate. It always does. There are, there are a lot of Sanders truthers out there. I don't blame you. He's very talented. Philly just runs a committee. Who are they going to run, Smitty? They got Boston Scott and Clement. They're looking at Devontae Freeman. They were looking at Hyde. They run a committee. For whatever reason, I don't have the answer to why they always run a committee, but historically speaking, this is going to be some form of a committee more than people hope. But let me tell you, I don't think Sanders is a bust. I just like him at third round value. His PPR work alone will earn him third round value, so that's where I price him. I price him safely in third round value. Don't twist up what I'm saying. I just don't like him as my second drafted player. I'd like to protect myself a little more and bake in a little more risk with my Miles Sanders shares in 2020. That's all. That's it. End of story. We don't need to argue. Patty Mahomes deserves to be in the top 17 to 20 overall. He just does. He deserves to be higher, but I'm not going to even go there because I want to keep my friends and my followers and all of my family members. I'm not going to even tell you where I really rank him. Just know he's in the 17 to 20, safely nestled in his bed, waiting to be called upon on draft day. And I don't mind the wait on a QB approach. I love Kyler Murray at the top of round five. And and that's a lot of the reason why I might pass on Patty Mahomes or Lamar because I see a Drake or an Eckler and I take those guys ahead of Mahomes and then I get Kyler in round five at 5.01. And then I've got a big old grin from this ear to this ear because I have Drake and Zeke and AJ Brown, who I'm about to talk about in a minute, and Kyler Murray and DK Metcalf all on the same team. Amari Cooper... I believe that Amari Cooper is a magician and he could go into magic and vanish like that at any point. And I think CeeDee Lamb is a top five future wide receiver. I think we'll see flashes of that. Don't get so excited that you think I'm I'm saying that CeeDee Lamb will be a top five wide receiver as a rookie. I am not saying that. I'm saying we'll see flashes of what is to come. He could certainly be a high-end wide receiver three. C.D. Lamb. I think he tears Cooper down mentally. Cooper has been proven to be a player that can't get out of his own headspace when he's he's doing badly, and we will see that. I think C.D. Lamb will create a, a head game mess of a situation for Amari Cooper, who struggles with drops when he's in that place. And I think C.D. Lamb just grabs him and removes him from the wide receiver one spot at some point this year. Don't like it? Too bad. Chris Carson, what are you doing in the top 30. Is Bill from accounting doing more mock drafts than he should be in influencing this data? Why is Carson anywhere e- even in the top 35? Why? Drake and Eckler, I don't get why they're not number 12 and number 13 overall. With the bookend picks at 12 and 13, I've gone Drake and Eckler at the bookends. And I'm somebody that says, I drive home, maximize value at every pick you make. 
But I'm not going to let this data, which I think is flawed in the ranking of Eckler and Drake, influence where I take Drake and Eckler because I mock draft. I know where these guys are going. Granted, I'm mock drafting in my own community more often than not, but I do mock draft outside of my own community. Eckler is going at like 11 to 15 overall, locked and loaded. Don't don't let this data influence you on that. Drake could fall to third round value and could go number 14 overall. That depends on how educated your league is. Drake and Eckler belong in the top 12 to 15 overall. I think Drake is this year's Dalvin Cook. I think Drake is going to have a top 5 to 10 running back season. This offense is built to produce an elite running back. It's a spread out system where you have too much to worry about than to worry about what Drake's doing. Drake's going to be navigating in space all over the place in 2020 and be electric. Cuff him to Edmonds to be safe. Zeke needs to be cuffed to Pollard. Madison needs to be cuffed to Dalvin Cook. Kamara needs to be cuffed to Lat Murray. Handcuffs don't always work, but in all these cases I've just mentioned, they do, they will, the offense will produce. Thielen, get out of here at 28. I like Thielen, but not at 28. Are you kidding me? Fournette, Cooper Cup, too high for me. I know the appeal. I get why everyone loves Cooper Cup, but 30 is way too high for me. Melvin Gordon, I like him a little later, but he does have great top of the fourth round value. Melvin Gordon is a PPR monster. He's had 40 receptions or more in four straight seasons. He's had eight TDs or more in four straight seasons. No running back in the NFL has that stat line, has those stat lines, and yet people think he's on the decline. He hasn't showed that he's on the decline. Melvin Gordon will be fed a ton, and he's a PPR specialist, proven by that stat, 40 receptions in four straight seasons. That means Lindsey's not taking his PPR work. That's half of the work right there. Even if he, in a worst-case scenario, shared carries with Lindsey, which I don't think he will, not evenly, not even close to evenly, he's still getting all the PPR work, essentially, and half of the rushes. That's like 70% of the work. Give me a break. Melvin Gordon is going to surprise everyone that's doubting him in 2020, and he makes an outstanding fourth drafted player if you can get him at 4.01 4.02 lock him in aj brown he's climbing he's climbing adp i like to feel like i had something to do with that 32 overall you better thank your lucky stars if you can get him at 32 overall he's gonna climb higher aj brown is top five wide receiver bound if you don't believe me enjoy the ride hey smitty he, he didn't get a ton of receptions last year as i said at the top of this show why are people talking about a rookie season as a ceiling for a guy like aj brown why can't aj brown improve upon his reception totals and his receiving totals and his td totals and yeah maybe he won't be as efficient maybe he might be but maybe he won't be as efficient yards per catch maybe but when do we say a wide receiver that's a rookie that gets a thousand yards, that look phenomenal, can't improve exponentially. He will. He will. He is a Calvin Johnson. Yes, he is a little bit shorter, but he's as big per square inch as Calvin Johnson. He is a beast on the field. He will dominate defenders. And I don't care if you don't have a whole lot to go on other than the freaking thousand yards as a rookie, which is a lot statistically to go on. But even if you remove all the statistical stuff, the numbers, everything, remove it all. I'm telling you my gut, my gut that has helped me call bull prediction after bull prediction for 16 straight years. This is my deep in my gut call. Him and Clyde Edwards Hilaire, there are no deeper gut instincts for me in 2020. My gut tells me A.J. Brown is top five wide receiver bound. Book it. Be excited. 
and don't even consider this too high at 32 overall. Mark Andrews, I like him a little later, but I love his value in 2020. Keenan Allen, I'm on the fence at this kind of value. I think you could pay a little cheaper price. I'd rather have DK, who's at 37. Lock it ahead of DK at 35. Give me a break. DK is going to be a low-end wide receiver one at, at the minimum. So if you want to go running back, running back, running back, quarterback, running back, running back, tight end, you want to go late wide receiver one shopping. DK Metcalf is on sale. Calvin Ridley could have a big year. I like him a little later if possible. Lev Bell usually goes a little bit later too. And I like him because he's locked into good PPR work. People forget he was like a top 15 overall player in yak yards, yards after catch. Lev Bell is kind of undervalued in 2020, but you should be able to get him a little later. T.Y. Hilton. I don't know what to think about T.Y. I think he still has the potential. Mark Ingram isn't ranked on here, but I think he deserves to be in the conversation. I think Mark Ingram could have a big year. Handcuff him to J.K., and you should be able to do that pretty cheaply in redraft. D.J. Chark should be in here. D.J. Chark is going to have a big year. Low-end wide receiver one. Him and D.K. Metcalf are the wide receivers to go get if you want to go fourth round and later wide receiver shopping. A.J. Brown, too. A.J. Brown, Chark, D.K. Can you imagine having A.J. Brown, Chark, and D.K. as your top three wide receivers and, and using your first two, maybe even top three picks on running backs and a quarterback? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire should be in the top 40. Yes, even a redraft. Yes, even if Damian Williams starts the year. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be a top 10 running back as a rookie. He's going to be a top five running back of the future. This is the next MJD. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and A.J. Brown are my gut instinct calls for 2020. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to catch 55 passes, even if he has a slow starting rookie season. And I think every season he's relatively healthy. He will catch 65 passes in his sleep in this spread out attack that is designed for a running back like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to navigate in space and find those open rushing lanes and receiving lanes and those gaps, making defenders miss at every turn because his low center of gravity and micro movement skills make defenders roll off him like butter. butter. Juju Smith-Schuster deserved to be in the top 40 in my opinion. Deshaun Watson also. Darren Waller's flirting around the 50 range. I like him. Make sure you grab him as a late tight end after you've got a lot of your core players. Odell Beckham Jr. Kyler Murray, as I mentioned, uh, is a fantastic late fourth but early fifth round pick if you can. Devontae Parker. Why not talk Devontae Parker in 50-ish range? I like him at that value. David Montgomery, Singletary, Hollywood Brown, my other gut instinct. Uh, if I had to pick a third one right now, I'm feeling like that, that's on the verge of being one of those where I feel like in, in hindsight, how did people not see Hollywood Brown's breakout year coming? He was hurt all year. Uh, he, he's made of glass, Smitty. He had a screw in his foot that hampered him all year. They took it out. The guy's doing footwork drills like every other hour on Instagram. Go follow him. I'm following him, and I watch his footwork, and he looks fantastic. Hollywood Brown's going to break out. Don't take him in the top 40. I'm just merely mentioning guys that are outside the top 40 that I think could be there at the end, but you want to draft him later. Cream Hunt could win a league for people in 2020. That isn't to say there aren't other players in uh, outside the top 40 that are worth mentioning. I was just kind of going through a, a list of them, scrolling through the ADP from 40 and beyond. But that's my breakdown of the top 40 overall players ADP rankings for 2020. I hope you've enjoyed it. Subscribe if you have not yet subscribed to the show. Tell your friends. Let them know. Get on over to Sleeper 
BoldStyleU.com for your year-round bold predictions, rankings, and all that bold-style content from me. SleeperU.com is my written content. The Fantasy Football Show is my show. Now you know I gotta go. Top 5 running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty, 